0: Hello everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. So let's talk about relationships. So today I really want to challenge your thinking about the so-called perfect person for you. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. Uh, I'm going to explain to you the ego's role in relationships. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what in the world is the purpose of a relationship and who is the right or perfect person for you. Maybe you feel like you found them. Maybe you're still looking. Uh, maybe you're unsure. And uh, I'm going to give you a couple of calls to action at the end. So you, you definitely want to listen to the end. Uh, but first of all, go grab some coffee. This this is a sure you can take some notes on this one. Absolutely. Um, not going to be a lot of, uh, note taking, but definitely write down thoughts that might come to you, but go grab some coffee. Uh, maybe a blend of the thumb roast coffee. That's become my favorite. Uh, I'll leave that link in the description for you to check out. See if it's right for you, uh, and enjoy. Okay. So who is the perfect person for me is the title of this episode. Enjoy. Enjoy. so who is the perfect person for me? Many people ask this question. Uh, so if you are a, a single person, this is definitely going to be something for you. Uh, if you are somebody who is seriously dating, engaged or married, definitely going to be for you. If this is somebody, if you're somebody who has been married, but for whatever reason, you're no longer married, this is definitely for you. Okay. So who is the perfect person out there for you? All right, so let's back up a little bit. So let's talk about your ego first. So the ego uh, really in this like boiled down process is the the focus that you have on yourself, okay? The ego (laughs) is very cunning, okay? It, It prefers us to have no real crisis in life, okay? it it does like us to have some drama, but really a steady stream of misery. If you, if you look at it that way, not too bad to really ask for help. So for example, our ego, um, you know, the part of us in our subconscious, that's kind of running the show with fear and anxiety and things like that. Um, it tries to keep us doing the same things all the time. And it doesn't really want us to ask for help or change something because the ego is there to keep us quote unquote safe, right? Meaning uh, nothing will ever happen to you, but that also means nothing good will ever happen to you. Okay. So the ego is very cunning. Now, if the pain in your life is too bad, whether it be actual physical pain or, um, you know, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional pain, Uh, Is too bad. You're going to want to fix it, right? But if it's not, then you probably were going to leave it alone. So, for example, you know we have these daily stressors, right? Um, Just a little annoying things that happen that you know it's not not bad enough to change, but it's enough to make us be stressed. And so, the same thing happens in our relationships. Uh, we have these annoying stressors that happen. And it's not bad enough to change, but yet it does stress us out. Okay. Relationships tend to be one of life's greatest sources of joy and pain. Okay, think about that. Um, There's the pain of a relationship, yes, of course, there can be loss and grief, right? So if you, you know, break up with somebody or you get a divorce or, or they happen to pass away or, you know, there's just some emotional distance, there's that loss and grief, right? There's also the betrayal part in a relationship. Uh, and this can happen through any kind of relationship, um you you thought this person was for you and they did or said something and you interpret it as a betrayal, and that really hurts, doesn't it? And then, you know, there's just the subtle annoyances of, of somebody pushing your buttons, right? Uh your significant other, and, and for those of you who are parents, you know your kids know your buttons, don't they? And they know when to push them. And when the pain is bad enough we're going to do something about it, right? Okay, so I've got a few questions for you. So first of all, what is the purpose of relationships? Okay. And, and you might want to write these down and really think about them later, but I'm going to pause in between each because I really want you to think about it. What is the purpose of relationships? And what is your role in a relationship? What is the other person's role in a relationship? Now, I don't have answers for you on that because I suspect that if I were to sit down with everybody listening to this, you're going to have a different answer. So I I think it's really, well, egocentric of me to give you an answer to that and say, conform to this. You're going to have your own answer. Okay. And is there a perfect person out there for you? So imagine that there's this perfect person uh, the perfect person out there for you, they have no flaws, no errors, no mistakes. Uh, they love you wholeheartedly. Um, they're compassionate. They have loving kindness. Um, they accept you. There's no conditions, right? They're just like open arms. Come here, baby. I love you, right? Imagine there's that perfect person out there. Question. Would they date or marry you? that's an interesting question, right? Uh, that question, when I, when I, somebody asked me that, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, would the perfect person out there date me? I don't know. I, am I the perfect person for somebody? I don't know, right? Now, our ego uses our closest relationships as uh, sources for pain and misery, but not too much, right? To really keep us focused on ourselves. So how does this show up? Well, let's say your spouse pushes your buttons. Uh, What do you do in that moment? Okay. Uh, You know, I've talked about this several times about my husband that he knows my buttons to push. Uh, Early on in our relationship, one of the buttons was uh, if I didn't eat on time, I would get low blood sugar. And so during this moment when I'm you know, basically fight or flight. I'm trying to, trying to make things happen. He's pushing my buttons, you know, making fun of me, kind of, you know, just, uh, poking fun, I guess, not really making fun, poking fun. Um, and he didn't understand what was happening. Now he understands what's happening. We've had lots of discussions about it and he's very supportive and encouraging during that moment. And he's also much more aware. So he notices when I'm kind of slipping into that mode. So he helps me sooner. Okay. But back then, he didn't know. And I didn't know how to tell him. And so he would push my buttons. So what do you do in that moment? Well, you've got to attack or defend, right? Because if somebody is giving you a hard time as a human, our default is I'm going to give you a hard time back. Right? If you're pushing my buttons, I'm going to attack back. Or do we try to understand, you know, that there's an issue happening? Okay. So uh, for example, you know, I had to come to the understanding when I was out of that having a moment, right? I had to step back and go, okay, he has no awareness or understanding about what it feels like or looks like or what is needed when you have a low blood sugar moment. So I needed to educate him a little bit. And, you know, again, we've had several conversations about that throughout, throughout time. And it's really turned into a a great way for him to love and support me. Now, the perfect person, you know, our ego would like to say he's not the perfect person, because if he was perfect, I wouldn't have to explain this. He would just know, right? Yeah, but that's not how that works. (laughs) Okay. He's turning into the perfect person. Does that make sense? Now, I believe the purpose of relationships is really for healing. Okay. Now, you know, knowing yourself. So where did you come from? What patterns do you have? What issues are you dealing with? Now you say, Michelle, no, you know, you should have two whole people coming together and and they should be living from this place of, you know, wholeness together. Yeah. And what planet are you living on? Okay in reality what happens is you have two people coming together and they have all of these patterns uh that really honestly we've developed over time right we've gathered all of these thoughts opinions beliefs fears uh issues if you will throughout our life and then we come together with another person who also has all of their issues and coming together allows us to be whole in a different way. But a relationship is really a place for healing to occur. And our closest relationships really reveal ourselves to us. Okay. So as a parent, you know, I think about this all the time with my kids. (laughs) There's this, this saying that says, uh, every time I open my mouth, my mother comes out right? When I'm talking to my kids and I say something or I'm thinking something and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was my parents, right? That's a key for me. Okay, go back. Let's think about this. You know, you notice that now. So what do you want to occur in the future? Do you want to keep things the same or do you want to change them? Either one is just fine. But now that you notice that that's your pattern, now what? Right? So it it provides an opportunity to... Be responsible for your freedom. Okay. So if if the purpose of a relationship is for healing, how does that work? Well, you know, first of all, you can't heal unless you know which wounds are there, right? I mean, so I, I think about being sick the last couple of weeks. You know, until we really knew what was going on and what medical interventions I needed, we couldn't take action, right? We knew something was off. But until we went to the hospital and said, Hey, help me. Um, we didn't know what to fix, how to fix it, how to move on. Uh, I think about other, you know, injuries there, there are people who, um, actually, you know, I'm thinking about a close friend of mine not too long ago, um, had an injury. He, um, uh, broke his leg. He's a runner and he had a a fracture in his, um, shoot, I can't remember which bone it was, one of the lower leg bones. And he went to the doctor and he's like, oh my gosh, help me out with this. And throughout that, guess what they found? Uh, The reason why he had that fracture is because he had a a tumor that needed to be taken care of. Now, thankfully, it's all working out. He's fine. He's going to be fine. Um, But I think about that, you know, He had a, he had a wound. He had a, he had a thing he needed to fix and he didn't know it. And the doctor said, this has actually been growing in you for years and you didn't know it. And so you can't fix that thing unless you know about it, right? Relationships are the same way. They allow us to have these interactions and see, whoa, you got that thing in there that you need to address. You need to fix a little bit, right? So you can't heal it unless you know it's there. And the best relationships show us our wounds and provide an opportunity for healing. So the best relationships are with people who you're like, whoa, something just happened here. You know, let me back up. Or maybe somebody can step into your space a little bit and go, whoa, I just noticed something happened there. Are are you okay? Like, what's going on? Let's talk about that. Right? So if we think that the perfect person out there has no flaws or errors or mistakes and, you know, kind of loves you unconditionally, right? Let me find my soulmate, the perfect person out there. How can that perfect person who treats us, you know, unconditionally gives us everything that we need, serves us, loves us, you know, there's no issues, there's no fighting, there's no concerns. How can that perfect person Show us our wounds that need healing. It's a good thought to think about, right? Maybe the perfect person out there isn't perfect. So our ego, again, wants both people in a relationship kind of annoyed uh, and focused on fixing the other person. So there's this tendency to, you know, when we have these issues or these challenges within the relationship, well, I know that you're wrong and I'm going to tell you how you need to be right. So in, in the early part of, of our relationship, my husband and I, when it came to this low blood sugar thing, you know, I was just like, what is wrong with you? You need to support me. Come on. I'm having a moment. Let's go. Right now. I understand he didn't have the awareness or experience. So it was my job to help him understand. Now I did that in a very loving way. Maybe, maybe sometimes wasn't as loving as it could have been, I'll be honest. Uh, however, it's gotten a lot better. And so, you know, as, as we've gone through, it wasn't about fixing him. It was helping him understand and saying, how can we navigate this? Right? So it was a change for both of us, for him, for me, and for both of us together. So that point of pain, if you will, provided an opportunity for learning, growth, and change. All right, so another great question I heard recently was, are you here in life to learn blanks lesson or your own? I love this question. Are you here in life to learn blanks lesson or your own? Now, in the blank, you can put, are you here in life to learn your spouse's lessons or your own? So for example, this means, uh, you know, if we're in this life to really learn, grow, change, become the best version of ourselves, can we do that if we step into the space and try to fix another person? Can I be the best version of myself if I'm micromanaging my kids? Can I be the best version of myself if I'm always trying to fix my un- imperfect husband? Okay? So in that that blank, are you here in life to learn blanks lessons or your own? Because if you're if you're stepping over that line into somebody else's uh, business, if you will, you're not attending to your own and you're also getting in their way. right? So in the blank you could put your spouse, your significant other, your kids, your parents, your bosses, your clients. I cannot tell you how many coaches I work with that I have to remind them, you are not there to fix anybody. You're there to support them as they are learning and growing and to notice your interaction and your exchange that's going to teach you something about you. Okay, so whose lessons in life are you trying to live? The ego wants you to be focused on fixing other people rather than looking at you. This pattern that we, and I do mean we, meaning me, that we humans have created in our ego keeps us from having really good relationships. It keeps us from progressing forward, not only in relationships, but other areas of our life. It keeps us in this place of having that slow river of of misery kind of in the background of our life, right? Right. When in reality, you know, if we we jump into this idea of what is this relationship showing me about myself, not about the other person or what I need to fix, but about myself, that's a much more peaceful place to be. Uh, We've done uh, some episodes previously on the podcast where we talk about sacred friends, So I'm going to make sure that I use the, the searchy link in our description. You can go in and and search for sacred friends, use the keyword sacred friends. Uh, it'll tell you a lot about it, but, uh, these, these sacred friends. So the idea of a sacred friend is that they would, uh, kind of show you who you are. Okay. Uh, They're not sacred because they make you into an angel or anything, but they're sacred because they allow you to practice things like forgiveness. They allow you to practice this self-awareness because you see that somebody, something might be, you know, uh, an issue that you need to work on. So they see yourself, your wounds and all, um, they provide that opportunity to change, learn and grow. And they're the perfect person for you. Okay. As much as we would like these people who maybe kind of grate at us a little bit, they're like sandpaper, as much as we would like to kind of release them from our life. In reality, they're the perfect person for you. It's what we call, um, they are your, your perfect curriculum for your growth. Okay. I love Marianne Williamson. This quote caught me the other day. It says the moment when the pain is the greatest is a wonderful opportunity. Because remember, the ego tries to keep you in this place of just a little pain, not too much, because we don't want you to actually change. But when you have great pain, so loss, grief, betrayal, right, all those things that we just talked about, those are the greatest opportunities for growth. Okay. All right. So as we're wrapping up here, a couple things that I'd, I'd like to offer you. So first of all, uh, just notice when your buttons are pushed, Okay. In whatever relationship you might be in. Okay. Whether it be a professional or a personal relationship, something close, something not so close, notice when your buttons are pushed and, and I don't want you to change it. I don't want you to try to understand it. I don't want you to go to that next step. You can, if you're ready for that. But for the most part, for those of you listening, I just want you to notice when your buttons are pushed. And then the next thing I want you to train yourself is to be thankful that you noticed it. Okay. Okay. Because the next step after you, you notice it and you're thankful is now, okay, how can I change myself? That's really where we want you to go. But until you notice that your buttons were pushed and you are thankful for that, you won't be in the right attitude or frame of mind to actually go back and say, what does that say about me? And what do I need to work on? Okay. So really this is kind of a mindset training thing. So notice when your buttons are pushed, try to be thankful for that. Okay. Okay. And do that over and over and over again until it becomes natural. Okay. Uh, The next thing, uh, honestly, follow us on social media. I'm going to go ahead and put those uh, links in if you're not on social media with us. The reason why is because uh, I have some videos and some opportunities that are coming up that are specifically focused around the idea of decreasing stress and increasing peace. I really feel like that's where I'm going with a lot of my work uh, in general, just just helping people to decrease stress and increase peace, because the our brains right now are just really wacky with everything going on in the world right now. Uh, and if I can help eliminate some stress and increase peace, whether you're in the education field, the business field, whatever your field is, I would like to do that. So, uh, if you're connected on social media, that's the best place because that's where the videos are going to come. That's where, um, you know, some of the announcements for these different opportunities are going to come. So I'm going to leave that there. Uh, also I will, um, leave my email And if you want to be added to our email list, go ahead and send me an email and just say, please put me on your email list. I promise I'm not one of those that I send out an email every single day. Um, but I do like to send them out when we have new things that are coming up and that might be a good place for you to plug in as well. Okay. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much. I, uh, again, never take it lightly when you choose to, to show up and spend some time with me today. I really hope that this was helpful, that it gives you a different glimpse into relationships and how to think about relationships. Uh, I really hope that this allows you to see in a relationship the opportunities, regardless of the pain that might come, and that it it decreases some stress and increases some peace for you. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day, and we'll catch you next time. All right, bye-bye.